let's get ready to study God's Word. Greetings to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study today. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the opportunity that we have here to study your word. We thank you for all of the principles contained therein. And we ask that you'll grant unto us wisdom and understanding so that we can rightly divide your words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's study is entitled, Revisiting the God of the Old Testament. And our verse for today, Judges chapter 2, verse 16 it says, Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. Judges 2.16 from the King James Version. We have in Christendom today this prevailing notion of God in the Old Testament being ruthless and severe and violent, and generally a no-nonsense type of person. And then, in the New Testament, Jesus comes, and all the rules are changed, and everything is nice and sweet and gentle, and that was the old way, but now we're in the new way. The old way had a lot of rules. The new way is love and grace. And that is a very distorted view of Scripture, because for one thing, the God of the Old Testament is the Son of God both times. Right? John says, No man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten of the Father, he hath declared him. The member of the Godhead that humanity has interacted with the most directly is the Son of God. Sometimes the Holy Spirit also interacted with people in the Old Testament, but predominantly the member of the Godhead that shows up in the Old Testament is the Son of God. And we see that often in passages that are entitled that the angel of the Lord showed up. So to Moses, the angel of the Lord shows up in the burning bush. And with Jacob, we see the angel of the Lord showing up, wrestling with him. We see the Son of God show up with Abraham and two angels on his way to Sodom. We see the two angels go into Sodom. Son of God stays outside of Sodom. But there are plenty of places where the member of the Godhead that is interacting with humanity 
is in fact the Son of God. The Father does not interact directly with humanity in that fashion, and this is not to suggest anything about how much or how little the Father loves loves us. Remember that Jesus came to show the Father. So basically, everything great that we think about the Godhead in terms of the Son of God applies to the Father. And everything severe that we think exists in Scripture in relation to the Father, which is really the Son, is attributed and should be attributed to the Son of God. Okay? But more than that, more than that, not only do I want to correct the impression that it's the Father operating in the Old Testament and the Son operating in the New, I also want to point out that even those harsh and severe things that we think we see in the Old Testament had a lot of mercy and grace surrounding them. Okay? So let's go to the verse, or let's go to the chapter that we got our verse from. That would be Judges chapter 2. And we're going to start at verse 11. Okay? We're going to start at verse 11. There's a whole set of things that happen in chapter 2, and I've done a podcast on chapter 2 before, slightly different perspective, but we're going to start at verse 11. It says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam, and they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which had brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were round about them and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to anger. Okay, so this is happening after the time of Joshua. And they forsook the Lord, and served Baal and Ashtaroth. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. Right, we always see that part. And he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. Now, we've we've tackled this before in other podcasts. Him selling them into the hand of the people that were opposing them is just him not protecting them anymore. Right? The language is more direct, but if you consider the book of Job, where... The book starts with God having a hedge around Job and Satan pointing it out. And the Lord saying, okay, I put him into your hand. Don't don't do X, Y, or Z. What we see is that the Lord relinquished control, removed his protection. And then when Satan does what he does against Job and his family, the Lord presents it in Job chapter 2 as you have moved me against him without cause. So even though what the Lord did was remove protection, he still describes it in a more active way. Right? So from God's perspective, and in truth from many people's perspective, if God can protect you and doesn't, it is as though he had persecuted you. Because he had the ability to protect you, and in not exercising that, It is like he took the opposite action. 
And it's presented that way sometimes. Okay? So it says that he sold them into the hands of the spoilers, but basically he removed the hedge of protection that he had around them, and therefore people could get to them. But what's important is verse 15 into 16. Whithersoever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn unto them, and they were greatly distressed. Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. So often when we read the Old Testament, we emphasize verse 14, the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And we emphasize verse 15, whithersoever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil. We don't pay attention to verse 11, and the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam. Or 12, and they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which had brought them out of Egypt, and followed other gods. Or verse 13, and they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtaroth. We just pay attention to, and the anger of the Lord was hot against them. But even with that whole presentation, even with that outline, even with Israel initiating apostasy, falling away, even with the Lord being very unhappy with that and removing his protection, verse 16 tells us in Judges chapter 2, Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. We need to revisit this concept of the God of the Old Testament that is so brutal and focused on laws and rules and always smiting and punishing. And we need to pay attention to the fact that as much as Israel fell away and as much as their sins separated them from God, and even as often as he removed his protections from them on account of all of that, he still raised up judges to deliver them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. Whenever we're going through things, we may be in circumstances where we know we have not done all that we should have done. We know that we're not in a proper alignment with God and things are happening all around us and we're not happy about them and we're kind of disgruntled because even though we know that we're out of alignment with God, we still are annoyed that bad things are happening to us because we know other people that are out of alignment with God and things aren't apparently happening to them. Or we know that the wicked are going around doing all sorts of stuff and nothing's really happening to them. And sometimes we find ourselves in these places where we are annoyed about that, but let's pay attention to how much mercy God still exercises on our behalf in providing ways of escape and restoration for us, and that he is always ready for us to return and repent. His Holy Spirit continues to attempt to woo us to bring us back to him. Let's not 
continue this false narrative that God was ruthless in the Old Testament and loving in the New. I am the Lord, I change not, he says. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. God has always been seeking us out. God has always been providing relief for our troubles. And we have spent a lot of time grieving God, various members of the Godhead, in fact, in separating from him and in serving other gods and or in pursuing courses of action we know to be incorrect. I pray that each one of us will contemplate how merciful God not only is, but has been. Has been. There is not a time where God was not merciful or extending grace. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Let's not only think of God in the proper light in both the Old and New Testament as he seeks to save us from our sins, but let's take advantage of the salvation that is freely offered. Judges 2.16 says, Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and goodness to us, which continues and has existed even from the time that Adam and Eve separated themselves from you. Please help us, Lord, not to cast dispersions on your name. More importantly, help us to take advantage of the salvation you offer and be willing to share that with others. These and other mercies we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.